0: This is Messenger Insight, a podcast program brought to you by Oklahoma Baptists and the Baptist Messenger.
1: Welcome to the Insight Podcast. I'm Chris Forbes, your host. Today I'm talking to Griff Henderson and Chris Gibson. We're going to talk about CPR, Celebrate Pastors in Recovery, a ministry that comes out of the Ministries of Jesus in Edmond, Oklahoma and is under the umbrella of Henderson Hills Baptist Church. Welcome to the podcast, gentlemen. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, as we uh, start talking about this, uh, kind of like, can you help set the context for what is uh, the Ministries of Jesus and how it fits into the, the, the ministry that you're going to talk about with the CPR?
0: We are the Ministries of Jesus. My name is Chris Gibson, and I direct the Recovery Ministries in our operation, and we house a charitable medical clinic as well as licensed professional counseling. We have optometry care and also social services, and we're affiliated with Henderson Hills Baptist Church. Well, I've heard a lot about Henderson Hills, uh, this ministry.
1: out of I didn't know all the connections with ministries of Jesus, but in a particular uh, in the area of counseling and other things, you have this uh, ministry that is based off of Celebrate Recovery uh, that you're also going to talk about today. Can, can you tell us a little bit about how the Celebrate Recovery plays into uh, this um, uh, Celebrate Pastors in Recovery?
0: Sure. So Celebrate Recovery is a 12-step based a recovery ministry that integrates the healing of the 12 steps with the truth of the Bible. And Ministries of Jesus, along with uh, our host church, Henderson Hills, has been operating Celebrate Recovery since the uh, Mm mid-2000s, so around 2005, 2006. And we've had a growing ministry uh, ever since then. CPR is what it's referred to and that stands for Celebrate Pastors in Recovery is a is a facet of the national ministry of Celebrate Recovery. And we're so pleased to be able to have enough interest to go ahead and launch that area of our Celebrate Recovery ministry uh, this fall uh, with the help of uh, some fine pastors here at Oklahoma Baptist. Okay. And, and usually when you think
1: of Celebrate Recovery, you think of uh, just various kinds of addictions and, and things like that, which it's a it's a very vital ministry, of course, and and people benefit a lot. But you don't usually think about that in terms of the pastoral context. How is this this ministry different than the usual Celebrate Recovery?
0: Right. So Celebrate Recovery nationally has uh, kind of branded this saying that we help people with life's hurts, habits, and hangups. Mm-hmm. And what National advertises is that there's only one in three individuals that attend a Celebrate Recovery meeting Mm. that are actually there for a drug and alcohol habit or addiction. So we have two of every three people that are attending our regular CR meeting that are there for some other struggle in life or something from their upbringing that they're trying to process through. Mm -hmm. So... The, the advent of the CPR ministry is just to carry that over into pastoral care, mm-hmm. and the, the special thing about Celebrate Pastors in Recovery is that there's an added layer of anonymity that goes along with it. So anonymity and confidentiality are very important in the Celebrate Pastors in Recovery ministry mm-hmm. so that a, a pastor, a leader in the church, because we do use pastor in kind of a broad sense right? as a, even a lay leader who's very committed to care of, mm-hmm. of the flock, uh, if we want to use that colloquial word, mm-hmm. um, they, can, they can expect a higher sense of anonymity and confidentiality away from the 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 flock that they're caring for, so that they can process through what they may be struggling. Yeah, with. I
1: like that. It's uh, if you're a pastor, I mean, where can you go? You know, if you go to someone in your church, can you talk about how how this could integrate with? Uh, uh, what a you know? How could a pastor get involved in a, in a ministry like this and and benefit from it outside yeah. of his church? Sure, Chris. You know, I had the privilege of pastoring local churches for
2: thirty five years and had great people in our churches mm-hmm. that I was close friends with. Right. But there was always a time that, that you wouldn't share everything mm-hmm. uh, for various reasons and mm-hmm. uh, and important reasons. Um, I have a privilege to work with Oklahoma Baptist now and three hundred and seventy five churches Northwest Oklahoma and seven associations, and, and we all have different stories, but we all have stories. As we all know, we're saved by the grace of Jesus, and, right. and we need Jesus, and our lives are not perfect. And, hey, I have hiccups and hangups and habits that, right. that uh, I'm still working through, and until the day I leave this earth, I'll still be working right. through those things with God's help.
1: And then just to have a safe space where you can process and go through you know, identifying what your issues are and... Yeah.
2: yeah. You know, being able to talk to fellow pastors and you have confidentiality as well as honesty is is a really, really vital thing. As Oklahoma Baptist, you know, we really prioritize uh, pastoral health and uh, we offer Christian counseling for mm-hmm. pastors, marriage, yeah. marriage opportunities, all kinds of other stuff. So this is another layer, but a vital, important layer that we can work together to um to just be honest and grow closer to God and be more healthy in our lives.
1: Yeah, And uh, and a pastor doesn't necessarily have to reach out to Oklahoma Baptist and say, hey, I'm, I need a counselor. There are a list of counselors that you can go to and access and and be resourced. Uh, let's say a pastor is uh, listening to this and he's thinking, you know, I really think this is something I could benefit from. What would What would it be like? How would he get in touch with y'all? And then, how would he, you know, maintain that anonymity? And what do the steps look like as he starts, you know, going through this?
0: Okay, so Chris, that's a good question. Um, essentially, what Celebrate Pastors in Recovery is is that is what we refer to as a step study, mm-hmm. and we have a set of books, and the groups meet in in smaller numbers. So, you know the The individual could expect somewhere between five and twenty people to be involved in a group. Mm-hmm. The groups either meet in person or online. Mm-hmm. Both are productive, very productive ways uh, for the healing process for for this to happen. Uh, our ministry is very experienced with running these step studies for our general, Uh, meeting population, and it's basically the same structure. So a pastor who's interested in this can expect a very heightened level of care and a heightened level of anonymity when they get involved in Mm -hmm. these groups. Uh, And all they need to do is contact our office right at Ministries of Jesus. My assistant Melanie has set up uh, ways to keep track of individuals who are interested in these studies Mm -hmm. and then communicate back. Uh, to them, as to when leaders have been appointed and when the groups would begin,
1: right? And this is not like a—it's not a Sunday school class. This is like talking and really dealing with your issues and and make and being a safe place where, when people are hearing it, it's not going anywhere outside the group, but it's it's beneficial. So it's not just like. I guess Sunday school is the (laughs) terrible way to say it, but you know, sometimes Sunday school can be a little pat answer. This is not about pat answers.
0: Am I right? This is, yeah, yeah, this is, this is not a Sunday school gathering. Mm -hmm. This is uh, going deep with our feelings and the issues that are holding us back from being uh, the pastors that we truly want to be. Things that we've been struggling with for years and we will offer uh, a very very safe place for a group of individuals who are uh, are going to be able to work together to overcome the with with the help of God obviously, uh, but to be able to overcome the things that have been holding them back for for years and yeah. years.
1: Well, and I want to clarify on the the Bible study. I don't think that Sunday school is always or small groups are always pat answers, but sometimes we don't get as deep, and it's not always safe. And uh, I think this, I can see how this would benefit that. What are some signs you, you know, like a pastor like could watch for in his life to say maybe I should take this seriously and not just like write off? Well, yeah, yeah I don't think I really need that. I got this. What are some signs maybe or uh, ways for a pastor to know? I think I need. I do need to take a step. I need some outside people speaking into my life in this way.
0: Yeah, that's a good question also, Chris. So some of the real obvious signs are any form of like a a resentment that we may be carrying with us, Mm -hmm. um, whether that's in relation to our congregation, to the people that we work with, to Mm -hmm. our family members, our spouses, any kind of a resentment that will recycle itself um, and be expressed in... Um, kind of compulsive emotional changes where we don't know where these emotional changes are coming from. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good sign that there's something going on uh, under the hood, so to speak. That uh, the process of a step study that you'll be doing in CPR will kind of dig underneath uh, the layers and find what could be what could be the the source of some struggles. Mm-hmm.
1: If someone's not familiar with the term step study, how would, you, how would you describe it?
2: You know, I had the privilege with Brett Selby of going through the, this study this last year. Mm-hmm. And, and week by week, it's just a layer upon layer of, of learning how God can um, clean our heart, clean our spirit, give us strength. Mm-hmm. Um, it really comes down to a lot of honesty, mm-hmm. vulnerability. Uh, You're not forced to say anything. Nobody yells at you to get you to talk. Mm -hmm. You can be as honest as you want to be. To be honest, I first started this class last year to watch, and I was pretty reserved, pretty private, Mm -hmm. uh, pretty close to the vest at first. But as you get in, you get to know people, you start being more and more honest and it just becomes a beautiful thing the bible tells us to confess our sins confess our sins to the father but also to each other and and we as believers know that and and i was going to add what what chris said was so good but but it's also just knowing that we had this we had this nagging thing going on in our life that we want to get rid of and we conquer sometimes but then it comes back again mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know i Uh, like I can struggle, I'm a believer in Christ, but I can struggle with jealousy or, or Mm -hmm. envy or coveting. And, and I know every time it's not right, but it doesn't leave me alone. So this has been just another resource, another tool that, that helps me know how to handle those things better.
1: You know, guys sometimes are not, uh, big on talking about their feelings and, you know, opening their Johari window or whatever it is, you know, whatever that is, what, uh, what do you say to, to guys like that? Are, are they going to feel like they're being put on the spot? Or how do you know, if they're in, in, the, in this uh, setting, wh- how does it feel to be a part of that?
0: Another really good question. So, <clears throat> one of the perceptions from the outside is that there's going to be kind of this forced confession atmosphere, and it is absolutely the opposite of mm-hmm. that. One of our basic safety rules is that there's no crosstalk, uh, and the books that uh, the individual works through uh, first on their own, and mm-hmm. then they, and then we bring it in. And you basically just answer the questions that are in the book in, in an open setting. And we're not allowed to interact with each other over those answers. We just share the answers to the questions. And so it's not a it's not so much a confessional atmosphere as it is just doing the homework and answering a simple set of questions that build on one another across the series of the 12 steps mm-hmm. and then just sharing the answers to those questions. Mm-hmm.
1: I would think if you put a, a name on it, it makes it easier to identify where your issues are. Let's say it's envy and, and you realize, and you're talking about, I'm really dealing with envy. I mean, there, I said it out loud. I'm envious, you know, and then you start dealing with that. You, you can find, get to the root of it, faster than if you were just to bump along by yourself and every once in a while hear a sermon or read a bible verse or something like that
0: right so the interesting thing you hit on a really good topic chris again good questions um so 15 years i've been in vocational ministry and every year every one of them has been spent in recovery ministry Mm -hmm. i'm a person who's recovering from alcoholism uh, it was very destructive in my life. I've been sober now for for a little over 15 years. Uh-huh. Congratulations. Um, uh, drugs, the drug and alcohol addiction or habit. Um, when I work with individuals now, I treat it more from a symptom or a symptomology perspective mm-hmm. than I do from a source of of I- a source issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm finding mostly in the one-on-one interaction and the process of step studies and just working with individuals is that uh, this whole self-medication process is, is, is what we see on the outside, a lot of it. And that would come in the form of drugs and alcohol, food, um, pornography mm. use, the things that we consume from the world— to mm-hmm. comfort what's going on inside, the mixed feelings, the struggles that we have inside that mm-hmm. continue to recycle uh, are actually the easier side of this process mm-hmm. to heal from when we can pull that layer back and get into things like the anxiety-depression spectrum, right. the lust, mm-hmm. the pursuit of, com- of of physical comfort in some way, right. Uh, These are the things that are actually driving that self-medication process. Mm -hmm. And these are the items that uh, the solitary atmosphere of being a pastor in study for many hours of the week can really manifest themselves and cause dysfunction in our relationships Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. cause uh, a situation where we're holding these resentments against people in our congregation, people we serve with, and then... You know, as as both of you know, the the career of a of a pastor anymore is only a couple of years. So. Yeah, pastor tenure is brief. It is, and so yeah. we're really this. It's great that that we have access to this program and these tools to really help the church in the long run. Yeah, so
1: pastor health uh, could. Uh, increased longevity and pastor. What are some other things on the other side of this process Say, say you've gone through this process? What are some things that, uh, you know, light at the end of the tunnel? What does your ministry look like after you've been able to kind of, you know, look under the bed and look down and scare the scary monsters underneath yeah. and start addressing those hangups and things?
2: You know, I think anytime God gives us freedom, and that's what happens here, you know, the, not that we're not tested or tempted again, these same things right. we are. But when we have freedom, we are able to rejoice in God and, and share that with others. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been interesting to me just over the last few months how many times I've been able to just, just share, hey, you know, I struggle with these things and God's merciful and he's still working right. on me and helping me. And uh, I don't believe we ever realize that we t- t- we're we finished with this. We know, we know it could come back, but we keep progressing. So I, I would say the word freedom and joy and and encouragement to others, you know, mm-hmm. iron sharpening iron, mm-hmm. and and I think that's a very important part of, of, of this process, especially for pastors as we mm-hmm. want to um, continue to encourage one another. Uh, one more just, just quick thing is, is one of the things I'm really excited about is, is there can be pastors all around this state who really don't have any other connections. You know, here in mm-hmm. Oklahoma City area, there's more pastors. But, right. But in the panhandle, there's there's a little bit over 20, yeah. right at 25 churches, and they're 40 miles apart from each other. They couldn't get together weekly, right. et cetera, et cetera. So this Zoom opportunity uh, with with connecting with knowing Jesus and being a pastor, I
1: think, is a beautiful opportunity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, um, Can you remind us what are ways to get in touch with you again for people who are thinking about this?
0: So, Chris, you can find us on the World Wide Web Mm -hmm. at EdmundCR.com. And that has all the contact information that you'll need for our office. You can also, there's an email address that anyone can use. It's CR at MOJ.com. And our office number is 405 513 7472 and that rings right into our office and we're on on those contact points regularly mm-hmm. so Very people good. can call or email us anytime and chris somebody could call their ministry partner also and just say
2: hey let me get some more information and mm-hmm. we'd be happy to walk them through make sure that
0: they, they, they have some more questions yeah they can also get a hold of griff right here right. So, uh, absolutely. you they yeah. could yeah I, I, that'd yeah. be great
1: Well, this is a great way. We're always trying to figure out ways to encourage pastors and uh, support them. And uh, I think this is a tremendous ministry opportunity. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed this podcast, we have more like it on our website at BaptistMessenger.com. Or search for us wherever you download podcasts. Just look for Baptist Messenger and you'll find us. While you're on our website at BaptistMessenger.com, be sure to subscribe to the print edition of our newspaper. It's free. We mail it to your house. And there's always something in there you won't find online. Thanks and God bless.
0: This Messenger Insight has been brought to you by The Cooperative Program and Oklahoma Baptists. Visit us at BaptistMessenger.com or your preferred podcast platform. Oklahoma Baptists, advancing the gospel together.